When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming live Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you for everyone who uh, watches over on the live streams. We are live on Ryback TV here at YouTube, where you're the co-host of the show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes. Ladies and gentlemen, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between, we are streaming live on Facebook at Ryback Reeves, Twitter at Ryback. I'm also at Twitter at Real Ryback on their a secondary account we are running that is actually getting better impressions than the original account with nearly 1.4 million. But so, so please follow on that as well with everything going on to, uh, to ensure that uh, anything on the tweet side of things is possibly being seen with that. We are on all patio, a patio, new word, invented new patio. Podcast platforms, ladies and gentlemen, iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you very, very much for that, for the people that listen to the audio version. And this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweet with stevia and among fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. For all people, men and women, he, she, and thee, feedmemore.com. The description in the comments has the discount codes for the new customers and the returning customers on there, guys, as well as a free supplement, a free gift the two sweet blood sugar support with all your orders. So check that out. All the merch, feedmemore.com. Good to see all of you. What do we got going on today? Got a day one of everything as far as uh, after the weekend, did my cardio and uh, sauna, did my 24-hour fast over the weekend, broke up a massive amount of scar tissue in my shoulder. These are the biggest days. And then today before I, I... resume my training. I will have a good session with it and uh, just keep getting better and better and better. It's just, it's very repetitive, uh, consistent work. I I can't tell you how many hours between Saturday and Sunday each day. Yesterday was a good part of the day. I'm actually pretty raw the back of my shoulder. I, I, I could, I would say we, we had 
How long did I do it? I got to look. It was broken into multiple parts of the day in between things. And then a long, long session at night. Ooh, we, we were we were at four, four and a half hours yesterday uh, of actual scar tissue work. And Saturday was probably two and a half, three, three and a half. Like it was it's and it's broken up into sessions, like I said, but it's uh, we're getting there. We are getting there and I am obsessed with it. And the closer I get, the more obsessed I get and the happier I get because I, I realize we're getting closer and closer. And this is everything that uh, that I've worked for with all of this. So thank you to each and every one of you with that chest day traps, abs, and uh, a little cardio today. And uh, so, so we've got a, a good workout scheduled for, for shortly after the show. Antonio says, hi, are you in talks with WWE or another big promotion? Hi, Antonio. I'm assuming this is your first time listening to the show. And uh, Arthur says he's not a professional wrestler. I mean, well, I would, I would like to think that I am, Arthur, but we will go ahead and respect your expert opinion from afar that I am no longer a professional wrestler despite doing it for the majority of my adult life and succeeding at it at the highest level over and over and over again. But what do I know? Arthur, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ryback Show, Arthur. I'm sure we could uh, bring you on maybe at some point today and have a very, very good conversation. And you'll you could proceed to say, well, I'm not a professional wrestler because I haven't wrestled in three and a half years, four years, whatever it's been, or, or haven't been on TV in six and a half, almost seven years. Uh, whatever your theory of what you the time frame that fits your your brain on what uh allows one to be a professional wrestler or not. Yeah, what the big news coming out of today thus far is uh, Logan Paul is re-signed with the WWE, and uh, congratulations to him. He uh, he's done very well, and uh, I've enjoyed the stuff that he's done. He's 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 doing. I I like the deals that he signed and how he's been he, very beneficial for him uh, in in gaining experience and and in growing his brand as well as helping get fresh eyes on the WWE brand um, with everything. And he's being given storylines for his matches or, or being given good, good matchups with, with top talent. So he's uh, he's done well for himself and he's only going to get better as far as, and I'm, I'm not even not, when I say get better, I'm just like the little things and, and character things on top of, cause he's, he's tremendous at pulling off, different different spots or moves inside the ring and uh, has been in high profile matches on on literally at the biggest stage in, in huge stages on all of them and done well so which he's I'm uh I'm, I'm excited to see what he does with uh, the upcoming year I'm assuming he did a year deal I'm assuming and I don't know I didn't see any details on anything on on what he signed for but it's uh it seems like they, they've done good business together since he since it all began you know there's always going to be people to that that like stuff don't like stuff and uh <laughs> he gets a lot of attention him and his brother for anything that they do and it, that fits that's right down the alley the pro wrestling alley and they're fans uh, fans of it so it's um he's uh 
he, like I said, he'll only get better. And the more different things he's involved in, the more experience he gets within the WWE walls. And uh, so expect to, to continue to see big things from him. Thank you for acknowledging your primal beef. Greatly, greatly appreciated. Logan Paul versus John Cena at SummerSlam, probably. You know, if that is uh, a potential matchup, I think that is that is that is big. I think that's actually good to get Cena a win, and Logan doesn't. Uh, Logan honestly doesn't need need a win, even though he's lost the match. He's gone up against the top guys, and I guess you could say Logan could use a win, but he could go one other loss and and keep getting building and getting over and he's uh it's just getting wrestling cena he's wrestled what roman seth and uh to go from that to cena is is a hell of a string of opponents with that and he always uh, can have an out as a heel too uh that, that that he's he's a rookie essentially taking on the 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 top veterans in the company right or or and in and, and having very competitive close matchups and so it while in, in his build and uh, so he always has kind of an out with that and they could they could get him on track and he, you know i don't know if he's only doing two or three matches a year if it's going to be a little more uh we'll have to see what kind of deal he did if he bro signed the standard contract or if, if bro got another great sweet deal so we'll have to uh we'll have to wait and see Thank you. People speaking up saying that I am a professional wrestler. I don't know how, I don't know what, what the time frame is that that drops off or when you're not allowed to be a pro wrestler anymore, even though you've been transparent on everything going on and that you never wanted to leave. And that you know, this wasn't like a, like a, a punk situation of, of I need a time to heal. Like, no, this is an entirely different thing. And I've been very transparent and honest about it. But when you're suppressed and suppressed heavily, it's very difficult. To, you got to keep repeating yourself and you got to just keep doing the work and you can't get bogged down with any of the hater negativity and you acknowledge and, and, and you know, appreciate the, the good, kind support, but you just, you got to know what, what the work is and, and keep doing it. And that's the name of the game. And it's, that's being hashtag hungry day in and day out. And, you know, I know what needs to be done. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we will not be seeing a Feed Me More wrestling promotion. I do, do not wish that upon me, guys, with with everything I've got going on already. And, and <laughs> no, I want no part of it. Uh, let's see. Somebody says Austin Theory is going through the young Randy Orton or Seth Rollins phase. I think he's just very early into his career doing great, being involved in storylines and high-profile matches. I think he's done absolutely fantastic. And uh, the company clearly is uh, sees something very positive in him to continue to use him and build him and give him quality TV time. And as a heel, heel you can lose a lot more. And... Uh, it's uh he, he had a big win over Cena. I saw even there were some people saying that how that did nothing for him. It is you guys just it is like one thousand percent. 
did something for him and it is uh very good business was done with that and he'll hopefully continue to keep growing and evolving and in in just executing the roles that is asked of him day in and day out which i i don't i don't see him not doing i see that him continuing to do that and, and do well sweet sugar sugar in the house what's going on tyler always always good to see you and here you ryback show regular Number one contributor to the Super Chats, Starbucks, and Shoulder Relief Fund, which if I don't think I've mentioned, Super Chats are always greatly appreciated and get you on the screen on here as I scroll through your questions. It is cool. Matt Riddle is back. He returned. He was one of the surprises on Raw. Happy to see him back and, 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 and interested in seeing where uh, what's upcoming with him, character-wise, storyline-wise. Uh, I did see, as I'm sure some of you the stuff going around that randy is uh possibly nowhere close to ready to come back which is if i just again if you kind of see these things how there were things that those same people were saying he was going to come back he was a surprise and then right after the news is to keep it the news like i said they'll just make stuff up to make stuff up to continue to get clicks and get people listening and they create the lies and then feed into the lies and then come out and say the complete opposite two weeks later it, it's rinse and repeat rinse and repeat on that but uh and and that's that that aligns more though with the that's more believable that he's nowhere close to ready with what he had done and i believe it having his back fused which is is very very serious and, and any back injury is beyond serious and and there's no guarantees on anything once you get the fusion and the more disc you get fused the less likely you are to be able to, to make a full recovery and full activity. And it is uh it's a very scary thing. So hopefully he feels great and he, he's a great guy. And if he's able to, to want to continue and can, uh, I, I hope that, that that's able to be done at the right time. But I don't know about him and Riddle, you know, that that's if they're bringing him back and Randy is, is possibly nowhere close. You know, or that's even, you know, that could be pushed out as a lie by to try to throw people people off that he's not coming back, but he is ready. And they're going to do a surprise on one of the Raws with, with Riddle and, and Randy coming out and continuing our, the RK Bro team, right? Which would be more, that would be with Randy, I think the most fitting thing. And, I, and I'm not him. I don't know his health. I don't know what his, his intentions are. But if you're coming off of an injury, a very serious one, and you don't really know how you're going to react to to being in there full time, you know, is it possibly let's do the tag team and see how I feel. And if things are good, then we can go, let's go another main event type run, right? Because Which I think at some point, if he's able to come back, it, it would be on the table. Or is it? Don't throw me right in if I, you know what I mean? I, I think it would be, if it's going to happen either way, let, let's let's control the workload on the front end where you've got a young, healthy Matt Riddle from everything I know that could that could do a lot of the things and, and give your body a break and and you can kind of control what how much you're doing and, and bring it up. If it, ah, this is too much too soon, bring it down. And that could be controlled a lot more in tag matches. Uh, so, so that wouldn't shock me to see that at some point happening, but we'll have to wait and see. And, but congratulations to Matt to overcoming all the things that have gone on, which everybody, you know, humans, all wrestlers, men and women have personal things and, and things going on in their lives that, uh, fans, hopefully a lot are, a lot aren't can, 
can be aware of and respectful of. And it's uh, the, one of the, the keys to being a winner in life and to being successful is being able to, to do the things you need to do to keep getting the opportunities you want to get. And uh, he did what was asked of him and, and hopefully he can now, everything is on the up and up and uh, contribute like he was previously. I'm looking over your questions here. Welcome to the Ryback Show, everybody. We got a super chat in the house. Uh, here we go. Uh, Gabby Hero, Hero. Thank you. How was Paul Heyman behind the scenes? Uh, we've, we've talked about Paul a lot on this show in, when people have brought it up. I, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always able to separate. I've talked about this, and I think it's important that when I have like a personal thing with somebody it also can acknowledge if they're good or not. And I think Paul is great. And I've said that, and Paul helped me very early on in my career when I was in deep South wrestling, I've talked about that on here where, where he, I was very new and, and I'm nowhere near what I am now. And, and that comes with time and experience and learning and, and, and doing and just everything. And, uh, and was was still trying to discover who I was, uh, even though I'd had the the nickname Silverback. And but who was Silverback other than you know I, I didn't I didn't have the uh, I, I I lived it a lot of the times, but it wasn't aware of like that that hungry feed me more mindset that I talk about. That when I really really found myself and through the the book The Secret and other things and being more positive like I used to be. But but he helped. He he did a promo with me and, and helped about. It was about going to the grocery store or, or how much food I was going to consume that it's funny how this all. So he was very good. And this is clearly can, can show this was before feed me more or anything, but there, there had been tough enough and they had the thing on my eating. And, and so, so the eating, I was always able to eat a very large amount of food from a very early age, but this wasn't necessarily information that he was privy to on it. But I remember that the promo had a lot of things about steaks and beef and in eating and uh and but it was very it was it was it was to to highlight my intensity and my my discipline and and things and so he was very good at seeing a, a new guy that that and, and help giving a little direction early on and so i fully acknowledge in that in in wwe the things that he has done and, and the the time that he has been working with with the big promotions and his own with that, which was a big promotion in the sense of, of, of the impression that it left on people, right? With it, it, it there's no, there's no, no denying that. My issues with him were always just personal and tied into the punk stuff of, of if you're working with somebody, which he'd chosen to, to take me out of my bullying role and plug me in to his program because the Axel stuff got cut a little short and wanted to keep stuff going with punk for a couple months longer and, and really didn't have my best interest at heart and wasn't communicating. And I wasn't, I didn't appreciate it happening, but always professional, whatever's asked of me. All right, we'll go out and do it to the best of our ability with that. And, uh, and we, we'd handled that. And I, and I told him everything. And when all that came to a close and then me and Axel were, were, were left together after the, the Heyman stuff, that was where, and before that, we'd always uh, had had. He, he was always uh, 
he was good to me. He was always good to me. And he he always and he did he liked me. And then I always and I always was with his bring his kids over when he was at certain shows. We we didn't have like a bad relationship up until the, the punk stuff with it. And that was more, it was just and, and really, really with what we saw with Phil was doing was he kind of got caught up into the the BS world of, of his with that and so then what we communicated, because I'll always eventually communicate and talk and, and I'm going to, we were done in, in England. I've talked about that, how we felt. Me and Axel sat there. I spoke. Punk was walking laps, afraid to stop it. Heyman had a butter knife in his hand, trembling. Wild scene. I wish it was recorded for everybody to see. I said what I needed to say with that. And and he he took everything that I said. He paid for my beers, Axel's as well, and uh, and wished him the best with whatever he was doing in, in, with WWE from that point on. And, and I would take care of myself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Eventually time in WWE, the, the relationship was we, more cordial where if we saw each other, we could have a conversation and, uh, and, you know, and that was that, and that's the kind of level I've at, but I never hold back anything on, you know, and taking little jabs at the Oswald cobble pot stuff and, and having fun. Cause I was like, the stuff that was done was done on his end. And, you know, and it was, I just have fun with it, with it, which can pr- probably upsets him with different things. And so be it. And, but it doesn't, it doesn't uh, affect my opinion of he's done good, great stuff over the years and stuff with the bloodline. He's clearly is very good. His finger on the pulse of, of different things and he's been successful enough times. Do you know what I mean? So, but, uh, he he he's uh, very good at navigating the waters, and and uh, he's gotten better as time has gone on, with everything and aligning himself with the right people and and keeping himself relevant and on television and right and knowing like when the Brock stuff needed to be when to go when that can be revisited when to get away from it and so. Bill, I'm yeah, the butter knife in hand. The it was, I swear to God, it was a, a sight to be seen. A lot of beers were drunk that night. Drank that night. What's my favorite bicep exercise? Uh, man, I have a lot of. I really, really am just a big fan now of of of. And what I've been doing in dropping the weights and really focusing on the squeeze and contraction and using only the muscle uh, with no no assisting ever, no hitching, no shoulder movement or very little. So I'm very big right now on uh, on using less weight. And my, my arms have improved the last month of, of really doing this and seeing more development in my triceps as well uh, on, on focusing on really just using that, not allowing anything to kick in on and taking over that initial movement. Um, just, you know, basic dumbbell bicep curls with the right weight and the right focus, man, you can get such a squeeze and a contraction and a pump on that when done right. You know, but I do all from, from hammer curls to, to the angled hammer, hammer, hammer curls, hammer curls, spit it out, junior. Um, you know, there's different, I love, there's an air machine at one of the gyms I go to it when it has, a, it's an old school air machine, but they're mo- they're modern, but they, I remember they, they had these when I was younger, older school ones that I always loved. 
because on air machines you could really control the the squeeze and contraction and it's it, it's there's a, a preacher curl air machine at my gym Matt I get I get the best the best pumps and muscle contractions on that thing um and, and mix that in every every two or three weeks so but you know, I've got a, the, the the bicep blaster, the old school Arnold deal that you put over your 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 neck, and you hook your arms, and and it allows. It's like doing a preacher curl, but but with you could use it with cables, you could use it with dumbbells, you could use it with a barbell, you could use it with an easy curl bar. Matt, you could really really mix it up, and uh, and I'll I'll do that usually with the straight bar, and grab the straight bar and and very just slow and controlled, in in and work on increasing the weight without cheating at all because that was something i've done is over the years when you go heavier and there's always going to be uh, a natural hitch when, when you get to a certain weight but if you can learn to really really eliminate that or make it as small as possible while still moving up in weights with with great form you you can you, you can you can do some really cool things and, and really get your body to transform even quicker i'm finding We've got a super chat here, DJ G Flow. Thank you very much. Uh, how do you know if someone is legit hurt in a match? Uh, good question. They they will either communicate it to you that they're hurt in, in whatever way they can. Uh, the referee could could hear them or notice it and and, and tell you hold on a second or, or they're hurt and, uh, and and attend to them. There's or you see it like you you just clearly see something happen is uh and you know that they're not right there's uh there's a multitude of ways you know me with with Dolph when when I gave Dolph the concussion on superstars and uh it was early into the match and it was a it was a it was something to shoot off and it was either a duck duck or a duck on on a clothesline and in my elbow and this was after I think he got the concussion from Swagger if I'm not mistaken with this, that was, it was, but, and he had been out, he had had like one, two or three, like he had a stretch of them there for a little bit and not taking it. It was just, didn't get out all the way. And I got in trouble for not swinging harder, but Vince, I wish I could have just came up a little bit and not hit my friend in the top of the head with the, with the bottom of my arm elbow. And, uh, and he, he just fell and he rolled under the ropes and fell out of the ring. I knew that wasn't supposed to happen. And I knew I, I felt my elbow at the top of his head on it. And, but I knew when it fell, I first, I thought I go, did he lose his balance on it? And when we hit and I, I didn't know he had a concussion right away, but then as he was, was out and clearly could just see he, he was, he was out and he was working the count and the ref is counting. And I'm like, I'm thinking, God, stay out, stay out, just get a count out. This is, we don't want, like you don't mess around with this. Right before 10, the son of a bitch slides back in, <laughs> thinking he's a Superman. And uh, I, I proceed to grab a hold and uh, try to see where he's at with everything. And uh, uh, he, he, I could tell immediately that he was completely out of it. And he's laughing. And, and as he does, when he, he's had him before, he, he laughs a bit and he'll repeat himself. And then I, I, I go, I go, are you, you think you can keep going on? He's like, oh, I don't know. Tell me what's next. And uh, so I called the part of the match that would have been next coming. And, and 
like another thing. And, and then I go, do you remember what's after that? He goes, nope. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I go, sweet. And so then I figure out a thing it, it, the, to where, and it was either that or I did, I picked him up in the stalling suplex right away. It was one or the other. I can't, it, I, I, off the top of my head, feel like we went to a hold and then to the stalling, but it's on, I'm sure it could be on, on YouTube, but I eventually get him up to a stalling and I'm talking, trying to figure out what to do. We're talking more because we had done this prior uh, on, on a live with something. And it's a great spot when you hold a guy up and you could talk a little bit there too, if you want on some things uh, once you get settled in and uh, but, but I, the, the point is uh, to your question is, is I knew just could tell looking at him that, that he was, he was hurt and we, we wrapped up and had to cut pretty much everything out. The agents were, were yelling to keep going. They, I guess, were not aware that he was concussed and just thought maybe he tripped or, or something going out of the ring and, and the referee just had the earpiece in and, and then we had to, we just wrapped it up early because we, we actually had a pretty lengthy superstars with a lot of near falls. And there was no way because when you get to those near falls and some of them, you're going pretty quick uh, where you just it would not have been possible, nor the least of, of that's the least of, of the concerns on it, though. Health wise, he didn't need to be taking any more bumps with it. And the, the, the protocol, everything wasn't quite as I think is is much attention on it on it even though we had the, the the stuff, the company was in the testing and once they knew, but you know, as we've seen like other now, like I feel like if you see a, a serious concussion in the ring, they they'll stop the match because it, it is really, it's really dangerous to keep going. And I think they've learned that as time has gone on and it's like football and the different things and the rules continue to evolve and grow and more precautions are taken with the more that they, they learn to try to, you know, prevent people from more damage or, or the, the risk of getting them more frequently in a period of time and realizing just how important rest and recovery is with all of that. Good to see all of you. Hello, hello. Yeah, there's no reason with Logan Paul to he's he's a success. He's he's had a successful life in the things that he's done, and I understand in being there and when you work every day. I think what and I, I there's people that say he doesn't belong, and there's wrestlers that are going to talk about because you got to understand. And, and I've been on on this on the other side of this as a talent. I think there is some there, there's and this is a problem. A lot of us always have had is the people that come up in the business that that truly love it and give them everything and they 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 can lowball you and try to they 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 try to control things and whereas somebody from the outside can come in and, and probably make more in, in in one year than most make their entire careers if not some make more in in one match than most make in, in their careers or some at that and you know at a when you see that and it, it, it's where I've always been outspoken on and I think it's very important for individual wrestlers to, to when, when, especially once you've been there too, and then like knowing your numbers and, you know, like, Hey, well, this is what you're offering. Pull up. Can we get the, the, the accountants or the, the team to pull up the financials on what did uh, the Ryback brand bring in from 2012 to, to 16? And that, and then specifically each year, individual year, when we could look at how being used in, in the different things, and then what kind of role, you know, 
It's just how my brain works, and I'm not going to get all into it with it. But you need to know how much value you're bringing in, too. And you can see how, you know, if you're like, hey, you're bringing in 15 million a year, or, or our estimates are you're roughly around 15 million, give or take. Maybe like, for certain things, it might be more difficult to track, but they, they have a, a, a pretty good idea typically of what the brand is bringing in on top of, you know, you're a part of everything, how much you're used and figured in with things. And then you can go, well, Hey, that's 15 million, you know, at 250,000, that's a little low. Don't you think, or, you know, that, you know, that million's only a little low if we're, we're going, you know, there, but you, you could, you can, you, you have information on your side with it. You know, I don't know what Logan Paul's bringing in, to them on everything. I don't know what his numbers are uh, on, on, on what he's getting per year or per match or, or what the situation is, but clearly both sides have been happy in, in, in the process, but with everything and uh, you know, but as an everyday talent there, I think you can sometimes get upset, jealous uh, that people from the outside are walking in and getting opportunities that most guys never will get uh, that, that may be fully capable of it. But also, I understand the importance that I've talked about of bringing outside people in. And it does get, you know, how much new eyeballs does it get on the product? I don't know. I don't think the ratings have, have had a major difference on TV. But I know on social media, which has to be figured in, it is extremely important. He gets a lot. So I think on from that standpoint, in, in WWE and his videos with them, and, and the eyeballs he gets with his following is very beneficial for them on, on that front and, and clearly has been. So, uh, but I, it's, I understand why, like the wrestlers or people will say sometimes, oh, they don't belong. And because you've got the people that have done full time. I did it my whole time there, four or five days a week and gone for long periods of time and working hurt all the time. And when you probably shouldn't be. And, you know, it's, 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 it's I, I'm very understanding of it on, on from both sides. Hello from Germany. Uh, Tyler says, where should he go for his next vacation, Vegas or LA? Uh, I, I'd go to LA. I feel like there's more theme parks and things to do in, in California and in, in the beaches and Vegas is, even though there's a ton to do here, I, I don't know what, uh, there's more adult things to do here. I don't know, man. I live here though. So. You know, I, but I feel like there's a lot of entertaining things like food and drink wise here. And if you're a gambler and not, you know, obviously then that, that could be a huge factor, but you know, maybe you, you, you do the, the trip to LA and then you, 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 the last day or two, you, you do a drive to Vegas and, and then return, fly back out of Vegas. And then you can see for yourself as far as, you know, to do, but there's like things like there, there's some cool things to do here different trips and whatnot, but it just depends what you like and don't like. That's I was always thinking, I, I don't know why Vegas, but I, I do know why actually, because the summers are, are hell here. I was just going to say, I, cause we have a, a theme park with the circus, uh, circus dome. Uh, it's a big pink dome. It's been here forever. And I haven't been there since I was a kid, but that's our only uh, theme park. And it's, uh, but it's indoors. It's with this, in this giant, just huge sphere um, because it gets so hot here in the summer that I don't think that the rides with everything and just the, everything and the, those 110, 115 degree weather that we'll have for a stretch, 105 up, 
from once we get into coming probably next month. It's already 80 in the 80s this weekend, and it, it's getting warm already. And uh, but the, we don't we don't uh, we don't have the theme parks and stuff like they have out there. We have some water parks, but not like not the Wet and Wild we had when I grew up. That was that was the top theme park in Vegas. That was the spot to be. And uh, they do have a new Wet and Wild, but it's it, it is not bad from what I've heard. But it's nowhere. The other one used to be on the Strip, man, right off of Sahara. It was I. I have fond memories as a kid, uh, as a kid of Wet and Wild, and, and my mom's work always used to have summer uh, parties there. We get to go there all day, and we'd have like special bracelets where we got to the front of the lines, uh, so we never had to wait too long in the lines for anything. And, and that that park was packed. I was a watermelon eating champion, by the way. Those contests for for multiple years. <laughs> fond memory of being a watermelon eating champion. What are my thoughts on Omos, Omos, Omos? I say I say both on that. Um, did I see Kyle? I have no idea what you're what you're talking about, buddy. On on any of that, I'm not aware. Of whatever you say, I don't know what you're saying. Um, <clears> oh, <throat> I got to look. My thoughts on Omos, though, are uh, he's a, <clears throat> an absolute monster uh I, as long as he just continues to to keep doing what he's doing and uh hopefully you know he's like i've said the the the, the thing that's happened is <clears throat> he's squashing guys and squashing guys and, and squashing guys and they've kind of done a rinse and repeat formula on it and then he goes up against a monster or a big guy you know like 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 lashley and, and they did great and I really enjoyed it, but, but played the, the, the supporting role in that. And then, you know, same formula with Braun, another great match, loved what they did, but again, played the supporting role on that. And then rinse and repeat, same thing again. Great that he's put in there with Brock, like we talked about on that. Uh, but again, rinse and repeat uh, played the supporting role on that. The thing is, is, is his so very easily can can get on track, and, and it looks like they're going to do this formula again of the squashing because he's an attraction, and it's and it's all against the top top guys that the 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 three losses that he's had, I think, right? Is that character? The thing is, is when you're that big, you got to be very. His roles are very. He, he it, it, you're you're limited in a lot of ways. And not that he's limited. You, the character can be limited in in, in sit, the situations that they could be placed, which is in, in WWE. Sometimes, like this is why I say, when you sign the standard, the, when Bro signs the standard contract, <laughs> and I've I've signed the standard contract, you get you get thrown in those bleachers, and everyone kind of gets grouped together of them filling out their TV shows. And when you get when you fall out of that that protection at times, or or you got people up there that that it could be working against you, and you don't know, like you're not aware of the the, the full landscape of like, and then you could just eventually your time and you, you like the amount of time and energy it could take to stay on top of it or try to get it fixed. It's it's craziness at times, but it, it seems it would it would be interesting to see if he he gets he gets some momentum going. You know, I think, and I understand with Brock and and why they do the things. They, it's it's 
it, it's under like I'm I'm with it. Like I get it. I just think sometimes you're better off not putting a talent in a certain situation if it's not going to be for them at the right time. And and I, but I do think they are aware that might have been the last one if if it's going to go like we got to let's get him going and momentum and give him time. But I, and I don't know. I'm not there. I don't know where he's at with everything and if they're they're they, you know he's gotten better and better and better. But how much time you know. Uh, that, how much he progresses into in, in the coming months and in, in different things and, and attitude with things and you know there's a lot of things that unknowns because when I'm, you're not there it's not your business with it so but I thought he, I think he's done great I, I'm entertained by him he, what he's seven foot three or, or around that like it's very special talent to have somebody that big that size and, and clearly I would say has to have a decent attitude I don't know him but he has to have a decent attitude. And getting to work with 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 top people over and over, and being used really well on TV, so it's uh, I'm excited to see where he goes. It's just it's tough. It is tough. You one of the keys in this business too, and, and there's talents that are really is knowing who you are, and also being able to have some control over things at different points in time. But knowing uh, like you would never use Omos like you would use the Miz, right? It's it it, it, it and so you see what I'm saying when I say roles can be more limited, but you also like Miz, you want to use as a, a killer powerhouse or a killer giant, right? With it. And so it, it's for Omos continuing to find himself and find ways to, in, in storyline wise too, to where the story isn't always about the size or the strength. Does that make sense? And this was one of the things where I always was really glad to get away from monster Ryback because I could always keep that element of the intensity and the vet, but I wanted to, 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 to grow and allow people to see my personality with different things. And because you could do more on the heel end of the baby face end with it. And I'm big enough to kill people, but I'm this great size where I could sell and, and face bigger people too. Cena is a perfect example of that, but Cena found that role in the formula where you could work with anybody and the storyline could be imperative, you know, is can be the focus. It's not just about the muscles. It's not just about the size. It's not just about that. It can be at different times, but you, this is going to be important for Omos in, in the coming months and in years. If, if he continues on is as on the storyline side of things is where that, that can be the focus at times. And right. And, and it's a difficult thing when you're that big. Because it's it, he's so like, and that's one of the things you know. Big Show talked about who I think is the greatest giant of all time, uh, and and I'm biased and, and have got to work with him. And and then, but if you watch the things he was from an athleticism standpoint, but in, in the diversity and the roles that he played, he 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 would do anything asked of him, and which could could be a detriment at times in, in how people perceive you when you look. He, he physically bigger than ever was physically bigger than everybody. And, and he always worked big, but but there were times where where he wasn't he was an attraction and should have been an attraction from beginning to end with it. But there's a lot that goes into it, punishment things that you know what I mean with it. And uh, but he always executed every role to perfection. But it can make it very hard when you're going big, wish washy back and forth and different things and as an actor, a physical actor. So where it's like those roles, you you want to keep it within a reason of things and. And it could just be more difficult the bigger you are with people and how people can keep people can be Omos taking a loss is harder on him than Miz taking a loss. Right. And I don't think anyone would argue with me on that. 
but but Miz has been a WWE champion and he could adjust his roles and they could do things where it could be believable if it's done in a certain way with it, right? But but like in Omos, I think it could be a further stretch if he was playing similar roles as Miz for people to believe that that, right? And then it makes it harder to be that killer giant again if you have to go back to that or if there's not other elements that have been built up that the crowd is with. It's a difficult thing, but I'm I'm I I, I love everything he's done thus far. Thank you very much for uh, saying I need to get back in the ring. Greatly appreciate the love and support. And you know, I, there's I, I can't stress enough how much I am doing. In and again, I will be the first person to ever overcome needing a five disc fusion and right shoulder replacement to come back and, and I believe be better than I've ever been. So I've talked and like now we're getting closer and closer to the point for me to be able to, to prove what I feel I can do with it. And I understand there's people that have given up. There's people that don't care. There's people that, that can say, oh, too much time has gone by. I don't care. I never have cared about it. I know what I want. I know what I'm capable of. I have a, a certain high level of confidence that I've kept with me because I've not stopped doing the work. And, and I understand that it doesn't matter what anyone, I could have all the support in the world. That doesn't matter. All that matters is I execute what I need to execute day in and day out. And once I get that documentation, we will go from there with everything. And like I've talked about, it, it's very, very, very simple. And and I, I've talked about this years out, kind of what the process would be and, and evolve that and adjust that accordingly with different things that have happened. And it's, we're getting closer and closer, and I appreciate the support. Super chat. Thank you, Grim Reefer, Ryback Show regular. Have you ever attended a UFC event? I have. I uh, went to one at MGM when I was younger. Right after I was, uh, I got I got signed uh, for Tough Enough, or not signed. I got picked to go to to Venice Beach for for the tryouts for Tough Enough, which I which I made. Um, no, that happened already. I apologize. I got offered the contract that the the because I, I was my worked at Mandalay, uh, not Mandalay Bay, Monte Carlo. Worked at Monte Carlo. My dad worked there at the time. He's retired now. Um, and and I was supposed to work on the weekend. This was at school at UNLV, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, for kinesiological sciences, fitness management, most likely. And uh, I got I got offered the contract and it signed it. And so uh, it put in my notice in two weeks and the UFC event was going on right across the, the, the Monte Carlo at the time, which is now, I believe, Park MGM. And uh, the, the, the manager person in charge that I, I had, had my meeting with, he just said, uh, he goes, you know, if you, you don't you don't want to work this weekend or next weekend, you don't have to. If if you want to, he goes, we'll, 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 we'll be all right. And, uh, and I go, okay. And, uh, and so UFC was going on across the street. Somebody had a couple free tickets in there and, uh, went on over and, and watched and that had to have been in, cause was it million dollar tough enough was in 2004. This was in 2004 for sure. So it was whatever UFC event was in 2004. And, and I don't remember what month but it was there was a power bomb in there or a guy had a guy against the cage and power bombed him and this was before the event there was i mean it was open the, there was 
not sold out. This was before UFC got people were aware of it, but it was nowhere near what it is now. And uh, where I would have just been able to walk over and say, I could move down and got really close. And it was, uh, there were people there, but not even close to being, to being sold out at that. So, um, but I, I have been to one, I do enjoy watching it on TV. I'm like this, even wrestling. I like, I, I like watching it on TV over in person because I've done it. I, I'd like, I prefer to do it in person. Like, like it's the adrenaline and you know what I mean? That's a whole other thing. But if I'm actually watching, you know, I would rather watch and, and hear the commentary and then the production value of things uh, than, than sit in, in an arena and, and watch. Cowboy, some Sandy says Cowboy Brock is a knockoff Skip Sheffield. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty, pretty funny. You imagine that Cowboy Brock was just a spinoff of, of of Skip Sheffield. Vince gets Brock and and, and and tells Brock that he he wants people to to see the other side of him, and he just plays him some Skip Sheffield clips. Hey, this was Ryback, like like pretending to be this happy go lucky corn fed meathead with it. You know, in, <laughs> just Brock studying Skip Sheffield. Oh man. Skip Sheffield, what a what a what a run he had. <laughs> oh, this is let me get to your super chat. Thank you for reminding me, Stellar. Let me um, scroll up and get the actual super chat so I could pull it up and to make sure I didn't miss any other. Uh, I really wish they. Uh, Got it, Stellar. Super chat, thank you very much. Stellar Justin Lopez. Going off what was reported last week, how often when you were working there did Vince change booking or tear up scripts during shows? So I really think that this is something that is sometimes uh, there were always changes. And and you know, but you always hear like that the the term like ripped up, or you weren't like aware, like the, the show. Oftentimes the changes w- would be minute, but th- there were times when the, in the day you, the show would come out very late and you didn't really know what you were going to do. And other times, depending on the spot that you're working on, like if you're in one of the main storylines, you know, you, you'll have a fairly good idea what you're doing. Cause they, they usually will text you that the, you're working in, in like, that's the main priority. So you'll have an idea at least of what's probably going to happen. Even though there have been times I've talked about where, where that has changed. And I'll, I'll share that with you here the time that I lived and was, which was actually a really fun moment, but times would change and time. Like a lot of times in the show, times would change for matches and things because people would go over usually. And so you would lose time at different points and sometimes a lot and sometimes not a lot, but uh, I don't ever remember, you know, drastic changes. Like once the show got going um, typically, not to say that it, it never happened, but it's uh, – I think a lot of the stuff that you see that, that comes out is, is, is the, the, the dirt sheets just doing clickbait, getting things that people are going to click on and feeding into to the narrative. And, and, again, WWE is very good at times when they want things to get leaked out or to put – they'll put it out and they have the people and they're very – it's very easy. And then they could kind of control the, 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 the dirt sheet talk a little bit on you know they they nothing is going on with changes here in in vince they put that out and 
because maybe the, you saw a thing that there's the potential the storyline dub team WWE versus team WWE Vince versus Hunter Raw versus SmackDown at SummerSlam or something like that could be where the, so they start feeding into their own story and put that stuff out that, that this, this is all stuff that, that can and does happen at times and then there's other times it's just people reporting fake things and all the stuff usually and it'll be the complete opposite you find out like three months later and they, they they put out the lies they feed into the lies and then they 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 then put out something completely opposite of it as if they never put out the lies to begin with with it but um i'd heard and again with hunter that the shows and things were a little more being done in, in advance and and, and the, the booking wasn't changing too much but but with Vince and stuff, there would just be shows that the, the, the shows were out later in the day where you would have preferred to to maybe have it a, a few hours or a couple hours sooner, uh, and for whatever reason, and and that might be like we're not in there. You don't actually see them ripping it up, or it's like redo everything. In that redo everything, a lot of that stuff can stay the same for some people. So there's only a, a handful or select few people that maybe the show being changed affects. But it's not like this chaotic people running around like, oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? My music's about to hit. Like, it's never anything like that. It's just there's times when things are very late. And when I did my ambulance promo uh, against John Cena, when, when I was a heel coming out in the ambulance, I, I'd been given a promo late in the day, very lengthy promo that I had to do from the top of the ambulance to sell our pay-per-view. This was, I believe, going into the the the, amb- the three stages of hell or the ambu- with the ambulance match in it with everything and, and and they they had quote unquote ripped it up even though nothing was ripped up it was vince wants to see you this was 30 minutes before okay i'm kicking off the show going live i got to get in the ambulance about five five ten minutes early i have to be ready to go to load into the back of it to come out to open it to climb up the top and do the promo um they, they, they decide Vince wants to change it. The reasoning could be, see how I handle it. It could be a multitude of reasons. How am I going to go off the, off the cuff on top of an ambulance live on TV? And so they gave me a whole new promo, which some same stuff, but a lot of new stuff, uh, all bullet points, multiple pages, just pages of bullet points on all this stuff. And um, they, uh, give it to me and, and literally give me the new promo, me, Vince, Ed, Ed, uh, and me and, and two of the writers and, uh, Ed Kapoor and Raja, the Raja, is it Raja Singh? Um, we're in there for that. And I get the new promo and I'm instantly getting rushed to the ambulance to kick off raw it, it, while sitting in there and Vince going over what he wanted with the new promo and them typing it up and then printing it out in the office and giving it to me, getting rushed. And I'm in my Ryback, bully Ryback, the, the vest or whatever I had on, the beanie, everything, have it, get in the back. I use my phone. I'm looking at this. I hear raw the sirens. I don't know how much time I have. They were just like, we got to go, run over. Looking at this, I go, oh, my God. Like, this is – I'm just going to have to – like, I saw enough. I go, a lot of this is going to be on the fly. And uh, hear the music, and we're off to the races in which Vince loved and and I was probably one of the most uh cool moments because it was just really just going off the cuff on 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 in what am I going to say and not knowing everything I was going to say and and just being in the moment knew I had a certain amount of time knew what the direction was and uh and so that but that was the most that was a lot of fun because of the the adrenaline rush that that it provided but but again that could have been a, a very bad moment had had I not been prepared or or not done as well 
and, and or what Vince wanted, right? And didn't get the points across that he wanted. And and, and but and it could have been a very chaotic situation. It wasn't with that, but um, you know, but there's we never know, you never know why he's changing something either, or if he's testing somebody. But there's times that he just changes his mind, and I think that is definitely more common with Vince, even though I've never really worked under Hunter when he was controlling it. But how much I don't know how much he's ever been controlling it with the way all this has come come about. And so that's where I, I mentioned I don't know if they're feeding into their own storylines, getting buzz started, and people, you know what I mean. Where if, if there's the the team Hunter is going to be the baby face and team Vince will be the heel, but because of people are ready for a change and, and they're kind of feeding into the to, to make people angry, which I'm a fan of doing that if that's what's going on. So. Hello, good to see all of you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, let me see here. I'm going through your questions. Good to see all of you. Thank you very much. Alto, thank you. Good to see you. Uh, it's very, yeah, your lives can show up. It's a small when you're shadow banned. So you're not shadow banned from everybody's account, but you're shadow banned where you're only going out to a select number of accounts. And in a very, and it's, Probably in the way that they have, and they have the different coding, the chances are, which what they do is they feed you out to accounts that that there's a, a small handful that do engage with you, a very small amount, and then there's portions that don't, and you could just be a portion that don't with it. But the impressions and the engagement never lie, which is why I always post that, because a lot of people, like people, they'll say, oh, I see your stuff. And then they, they got to kind of explain how shadow banning works and it's all coding in things that are preventative to try to get you to keep falling into the next step of going viral with that on that. And it, it's a very, uh, it's a really horrible thing. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but when you have good, really good engagement still, and in your engagement is far above the average or what they, they proclaim as the average and your post should be then getting more impressions and they're not. And that's why I always post that stuff to show people and just to cover my tracks on it for people that go, well, I see your stuff all the time with that. I'm not arguing with you. You, you, you probably do, but it, it's not being allowed to can be continued on with it. And especially for the following and different things like that. I hope you understand it though, a little better if you didn't. I did see what, what Brock Lesnar did to Cody, and I'm very interested in seeing how this storyline plays out. It's uh, it's going to be very interesting. Andrew, uh, this is probably a dumb question. Andrew, there's no such thing as a dumb question, only dumb people, okay? Let's just... <laughs> um, but, but if you when you go back to wrestling, will you still be going live? Yes. The, I just don't know the frequency if the show's going to be once a week, which once a week will probably be more more uh, likely, I would say, with everything. And you remember, I'm running my business and having to to kind of balance and uh, handle everything to make sure everything has the, the correct amount of attention uh, and whatnot. And we'll have to see. It's not going anywhere. This is all. This is this is. This is all part of my branding, and, and I enjoy doing this. So, 
and I look forward to doing this with 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 many more people able to see it. Hopefully, once I can get all this stuff fixed. Uh, thank you for saying when I look good in the suit. I have many custom suits, and I, I, uh, I wear I wear suits when it when the uh, when it is appropriate. I don't just wear suits to wear suits. I think a lot of people. I, I was just thinking about this again the other day, and I've talked about this. I dress for what I'm going to be doing. I dress for comfort as well, in uh, depending on on the scene and situation. I look at it like this. I think a lot of the most real people on the planet dress in a, in a more normal fitting way uh and if you actually listen to their words and what they're saying or are giving you or really helping and providing value and, and being honest and sincere from whatever they're saying and then i think the people then we, we see it in our in our government in our world i think oftentimes the people in the suits are the ones that sell us the biggest lies uh but we have a we as humans are very odd in the sense of that we 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 can't just listen to somebody's words or message that if if I were to go on stage or if the president, let's just use the president of the United States. If the president of the United States were to come out in a jumpsuit and, or a workout suit with Nikes and, and you know what I mean? And but gives a very inspiring, positive, honest speech the way our world and everything, the focus would be on what he was wearing. But that same guy comes out in a suit and lies to us and, 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 and feeds us a bunch of BS and, and tells us a bunch of things that aren't good for us, but he's wearing a suit. We accept that. And we, you see what I'm saying? And I've always been bothered by this since I was a kid. Cause I always saw, I think wearing suits and for the, the it, it's appropriate for the setting and, and different things. But it shouldn't be the focal point. But it, it, oftentimes it deceives people. It's like in business too, in business meetings. And I've, you dress up and you go with it. And the, the message is never changing. It's You know what I mean? With it. And it's a very odd thing on, on how our perception works and how we perceive somebody that's wearing a suit to possibly be better than somebody that isn't wearing a suit. And it's just something to think about. Because it, 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 I would rather focus on the, the, the message and, and the honesty and if that's there, and and I'm not worried about what that person is wearing, to, to, for the most part. But that's just the way the world works on it, and and it's and it, it's part of like branding, and in, you know, I think like you know, like if you look at like you know Cody Rhodes and his character and what he's done, he wants to be perceived as more professional. That was always when so what did he altered in his his look and into where that's how you see him the majority of the time his character right and it does it does alter how you view his character how he because he dresses different than he dressed prior and i'll say too like it it, it the effort and there's things that to be appreciated by it but like it, it, it's the message should always be the focal point in my opinion no matter what and we want that but but we live in a we live in a very strange world in society Looking at your questions here, guys. Uh, scrolling through here. We've talked about the Nexus a lot. There's actually clips on this on the Ryback TV on the archives. 
if you just do Ryback show clips or uh, Nexus, I'm sure you'll you'll get a handful of them that pull up on this channel. I was also, yeah, I do stream this show. I was live on TikTok. I am live on TikTok now. We, uh, we yesterday we had very very limited views. This today's slightly better. It's nowhere near. Usually when they're allowing it to be seen, the whole the channel holy, I'll get in the thousands on the live stream on here and we'll get anywhere from 40, 50 to a hundred thousand people that watch the show on TikTok with that. But yeah, I stream and I stream on Instagram and it, it's everywhere. Then it goes live on the audio platforms shortly after the show ends, it gets fed out to all the, all the audio podcast platforms. And I don't know, sometimes like it gets uploaded and it, get, it comes live right away and I'll notice on my phone right away. And then others, I, you know, there's days I don't get any notifications, so I don't know when it goes live like, unless I check and see that it's been fed out. And then there's other times it shows up. I'll get like a notification like at night and when it gets uploaded like at, like around now. And then I'll get a notification at like seven or eight at night on my phone. It pops up and says the Ryback show is available. New episode with that. But I, I stream everywhere on that. It, it hurts the audio listens when you do this, but it helps the overall listens and if my stuff isn't being a shadow band, it really feeds into each other doing it this way, which is why I, I do this with it. So Rebecca, thank you very much for the kind words. I have seen parts of Conan's speech. I need to watch the full thing. I'll pull up a clip on YouTube here. I've heard nothing but positive things, and uh, expect it would expect it to be to be such with the their friends or best friends, and he's worked together with him for for many 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 years, and and so there would have been nobody better to give that speech than him. And when you get to speak about somebody you're friends with and, and have a great relationship with, he 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 could have just went up there without without even having. I know I saw a thing where he had to write and get it approved probably, and for timing purposes with them, right? with everything and there's like there's things you got to go through but he could have just went up he probably did he probably gave him something and, and had to get it down into something and then went up there and just just winged it like he, he could have done just because you're talking about somebody you know and it's very easy and you know and you're telling your things and if you he knew if he knows he has four minutes or five minutes or seven minutes or ten minutes if you know, and you know, when you're talking and you see them giving you the wrap it up and he's, he's been on TV, you know, he knows how it works. And it's, uh, I would expect nothing but for it to be great from him with that. So I will watch it though. Cause I, I do want to, I did not watch any of it being out there. And when I was out there for WrestleCon. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping I'm optimistic. I'm going to be able to get this shadow band stuff because I've been, this isn't just something that's just come about now. I've, I'm going to talk about Twitter real quick too. I like my, my re, at real Ryback, my at real Ryback on Twitter with around 650 followers, give or take is getting better impressions on the majority of tweets than my at Ryback account with just under 1.4 million. I'm at like 1.3 million, but I've lost, I've lost almost 20,000 followers just since the beginning of the year. I've lost over 300,000 since 2016 when we noticed all of this took place after they wanted my social media, WWE. It's, um, it's a very serious thing. And I, I don't really, I don't, I don't think I, 
I'm just trying to stress this to people. And so that there's footage of me talking about this for years, if, cause it's, uh, and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried. Um, it's very, very concerning at this stage, but this is why I've, I've, I was always coming back. That was always been the focus. This has just put tremendous pressure that for me, and it has made me more obsessed with getting my health back all the way, because I think it's going to help allow me to get other contacts that will eventually be able to get me in front of the right people to get this fixed. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remain optimistic that Elon is at some point going to get my Twitter fixed, even though I, I don't think he could see anything within, and he gets so many tweets anyway. I, but I believe that the, the stuff, and I think there's still people there inside Twitter that, and I just know from the support cases and things that have gone on, it's not right. And I'm, I'm just trying to help more people see. So if you go look at my that at real Ryback account compared to my, my Ryback account, you'll see that, you know, when I have tweets that are getting, you know, 14, 15, 20,000 impressions, but they don't have that many likes because, but they're getting seen by new followers. But yet the account with all these followers is getting even less impressions on that, even though it's getting more likes in, in more engagement. It, it shows that, that there's, that there's a very real problem with there. And, and that's all I could hope because this is all going to be documented and it is being documented. It has been documented for years with it. And it's going to be very important that when the right point in time, that if, cause this is going to have to be my option at, the, at some point in time. And it, it's going to be very frustrating, but in, unless it's truly made up to me, I'm going to have to pursue this legally at some point where all this, and it's, it's going to be, all this exists though, that is going to be able to help prove a point on different things. I think once more regulations come out, this is all going to work in my favor at some point, but it's, um, I, I'm just, I'm hoping Elon and I'm not, I'm not this, I don't, this isn't Elon's fault, anything. And, and I'm, but from the things he said he was going to do and him admitting that the coding and the restrictions and, you know, us and being able to see that the account is being severely shadow banned. They've told me it is, but they won't fix it. It, it. There's no, no violations, nothing breaking the rules. Never has been not, not once. It, it's concerning is how much time has gone by. And, and me just seeing, I was like, I don't have control of this. So, so I am continuing to put a lot of my time and efforts into getting getting this documentation that's coming to me for that trademark. And this is, is ready to be, and, and we're, we're going to have to go, like I said, there's always multiple routes to the top or multiple routes to get to, to the, the objective of getting this fixed. Right. And, and for other things of what I want to do. So it, it's just a matter of, of keep working towards that. And, and hopefully we get, meet the right contacts that, that can get this fixed. Instagram is shadow banned. They told me it's shadow banned. They won't fix it. It was, and they, they, they're saying it was from a meme Instagram with it. Uh, that was in my stories on the, the man buns. That's the only platform that is though admitting that I'm, I'm being compromised. They're, they're putting up a warning for people that follow me that I routinely post misinformation, which is not true. And it's not been an occurrence. Uh, I've only had a handful of things taken off since 2015, which the everything except for the the, the man bun, it was a, a meme on guy, Florida man cuts off 37 man buns or something. It was, but it was a funny like meme. It wasn't like being put posted out as a fact and, and nor how like, what is the last thing on my mind? It was like, I'm, you know, is this so, uh, nor would I think that would warrant like a multi-month shadow ban. 
it, it, that one it was very odd. But there's other things that have happened, and them not not my business being shadow banned and not violating any rules, and and very concerning things and hiding my business post on different accounts from being seen. It, it, I just know from what I know and talking to these companies, and uh, it, it's a very scary thing. But it doesn't break me. It doesn't stop me from doing. I know, I know, I know what I'm doing. And I know that doing something is better than doing nothing. Right. And I, I hope that I can, I think I'm being given an amazing opportunity to prove my mindset even further to people, despite proving it on the things. I think the injuries alone are, are pretty, pretty cool. But I, I think that the more I get to prove it, it's just going to help me be even bigger when I'm able to come back. Good to see all of you guys. But uh, with that, guys, and with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. I've got to get at it. Got a lot of work to do here the remainder of the day. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. The discount codes are available in the descriptions of this show. Uh, please give the audio show a listen. Help out the audio views. Even, even you know, a minute. Just put it on the phone for a minute. 30 seconds, minute 90, whatever. I don't know what the time is you have to listen to for it to count as a podcast listen, but I want to continue to, to keep moving up the podcast chart rankings there and, uh, and and getting seen some more visibility on that end overall. Uh, we'll continue to help the show in getting those numbers up because we're streaming live on all the platforms with everything simultaneously, which makes it take a hit. But I appreciate all the love and support with all of that, guys. I'll be back tomorrow for another Ryback show. So until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit feedmemore.com.